Good night and welcome to Tuesday Tea Talks. My name is Mariela, the host of um, the show. We have a special guest tonight. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself and let us know who you are, where you come from, what do you do, what's your name? Sure. Hi, Mariela. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to have you. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. So it's going to be a lot of excitement. Uh, my name is Kamiko Sadler. I'm Jamaican. I'm in Jamaica. I run my own small business here. Um, so I'm doing a couple of things. I'm, you know, CEO of our small business um, that my husband started 15, no, more than that, 17 years ago. But I've only joined the business maybe two years ago. Before that, I used to be um, a regional executive for Scotiabank Caribbean. Okay. And, and I grew up in the banks. I started when I just started working, I started working at the Scotiabank, Bank. And then I've been a career banker doing different things, whether it's been in the branch or corporate. And then my last position when I left was I was a regional manager for a um, district of branches. So, yeah, it's wow. been exciting. It's been exciting. Tell me, tell me how, how is that? How is it from going from a corporate world to uh, being part of your own business? How was that transition for you? Oh, mercy. It was crazy. Like I was telling somebody the other day that, you know, at one day I was, I had like a HR, I had a staff matter. And I was like, I need HR. And then I was like, I am HR. <laughs> <laughs> if I had that issue before, I'd be like, on the phone, I'd be like, I need one of you guys to come down here and we need to get this done and I need this straightened out. And I had to be like, that's me. That's I need to do that. And let me ask you, how, how is it for you to be a woman, right, um, being, having your business and dealing with issues like that? How do, you, how do you get the, maybe not even, the stamina to deal with issues that sometimes, you know, like you said, HR could have held or, or dealt with before, but now it's you. How do you do that, being a woman, being assertive, and, and still getting your, cross, you know, your point across? How do you do that? Sometimes you have to be very, um, it, it takes a lot of different skills. It takes diplomacy. It takes um, being like strong that you're not going to, not, not that you're not willing to be flexible on a point, but you kind of have to know that if, if this is, let us say it's something like a customer service issue. If it's, if it's a strong customer service issue, where there's a, where there's, you know, it affects the values of your company. You have to be really, really um, determined to push through with it. And sometimes depending on what it is and, you know, which particular staff member it is, it, it, it's easy to deal with and other times it's not as easy. So you, do you um, encounter a lot of pushback? When you have to do, make those decisions, those assertiveness, having, uh, you know, I think I think more so with the men than with the ladies. Okay, okay. Yeah. Why do yeah. you think is that though? Do I think you... it's culture. I mean, it's Caribbean, and it's still you still have that struggle, right? That there's um, it's equal. Yes, because so, you know, so it's your king in the home. The mom spoil the boys, and they grow up, and you know their sisters are very different, and 
everybody else is being differential to them and then they come in the workplace and they have a lady boss and and, and it, it, it clashes yeah it, it clashes <laughs> And you know, I was, I was speaking the other day with somebody too, she's in the military and she was telling me that in the military though, I thought it was different that she were, um, that she had issues with, with the male, um, soldiers, but she said, no, that they, they had taught them like so much respect for who, regardless if you're a female or, or not or a male, um, that they have taught them so much respect. But I have encountered, even in the Latin um, culture, that it is so true, right? That when we try to speak, and I'm telling you, I'm, I'm one of four. I have three brothers. Mm-hmm. I'm the oldest. So I'm the oldest. I, and yes, I speak my mind. But even with them, I do encounter that pushback. Right. And they, they, they love me and they accept me, but then there's that pushback. And when I'm out in the market or I'm, you know, um, the business doing, you know, my daily lives, I see that too. I see that pushback, like saying, oh yeah, you know, we're trying to be 2020, everybody's equal, everybody's good, but you're still a female. What are you doing here? What's for dinner? And, and it's good. It's, it's all good when, when we're talking about it philosophically, but when it comes down to a matter of point, like we have an incident, then you can you feel it more. You do, you do. You're absolutely right. See, in my um, in my house, you know, I, I do have an amazing husband. He is he's awesome. He he comes in, he cooks dinner if he has to. He needs you know if he has to do laundry, he does laundry. Um, and and we have that equal. But it is, and mind you, he is from, from the Caribbean too. He's from Puerto Rico. So, you know, they're, they're strong. But he has, for, like, changed his mentality and said, you know what? My, my daughters are not going to grow up like that. So she, he, and also with my son, when he speaks to them, like, no, we're going to, you know, we do it equally. We divide the, the short, you know, the, whatever we're going to do at the house equally with mom and, and, and sisters. That's um, amazing. Because that's it is, it is, it is, it is. Yeah. But then, you know, we encounter that, yeah, even outside driving, you know, when we're driving or we're maniacs, oh, you guys are too emotional. You guys cannot make rational decisions but when we come to you know to the table and to be honest sometimes yeah the men see the end the end you know point but we see those little steps that like oh yeah we see the end point but what about this and what about this and before we move forward we have to fix this let me ask you something how do you then um define your influence as a leader in in a community or in your business um when there's other males you know involved and then you see that that um in a way kind of like of saying, course you know, i can talk about that because you know it's certainly in um so when i was in scotia i had uh 11 branches and 10 of them had male managers wow so 10 of my direct reports i had um maybe 15 direct reports in that and then you know everything that cascades below them so maybe about 1500 employees all together yeah. Wow. Um, but in terms of like right below me would be the branch managers and out of my 11, wow. 10, 10 were men. Wow. And, um, and, and you really just have to show that you're reasonable, I think, and that you, unfortunately, you still have to show that you are way more qualified. Yes. 
So you have to be always more available, more um, willing to to confront the hard issues. Mm-hmm. And I think and I think women are great at that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we are great at that because the issues that they would not want to confront, I would have to confront, and I would come in and do it bold and do it with a heart and show yeah. empathy. And be willing to look at innovative solutions to whatever challenges they had. Excellent. And, Excellent. And, and move it. And I think it's the same, regardless of what industry you're in. You yes. have to be prepared to come to the table, confront it, and try and think out of the box and bring innovative solutions. And that, that I think, is a winning formula. Yeah. And let me ask you, now that we're talking about bringing it to the table, how did your tables look when you had to come in and you had to have 10 male managers and a, um, you know, another female in the room? How did those tables look? How was the dynamic between you and the, the, the people that were um, directly reporting to you? I think one of the great things is that um, my executive vice president was a lady. Oh. And our CEO was a lady. Awesome. And in Jamaica culture, we have a really strong culture of female CEOs and women being strong in business. Whether it's small business, yeah, it's so awesome. Like, you know, you have women business owner kind of support groups and um, that, that, that you can, you know, be a part of and, and have that kind of camaraderie, that kind of, you know, single spirit same-minded kind of person so that you can bounce off issues challenges just it's just such a great resource to have but I, in some countries I know because when when um, I used to have direct responsibility for product execution in the Caribbean for Scotia there are lots of countries that don't have that a lot of countries in the Caribbean that don't have that female strong female leadership and that, that still continues to be a challenge. But I think in the Jamaican situation, it's not so much. So yes, the table looks like that, but I think everybody comes to the table being judged on their own merit. Mm-hmm. And um, but once you've been able to demonstrate, and I certainly had a strong career that demonstrated, you know, um, capability, going over and beyond and being a, excellent performer being you know it's kind of hard to say this but like you're not an asshole yeah and and then and that you have a heart of gold and and then everything will be fine great great it it is true um how do you build that trust though as a leader in in that culture even though you know like you said that and it is amazing that in Jamaica you have uh, a group of women that are you know go-getters that are out in the front that are having positions high positions and are influencing the culture but how do you build the trust as a female leader for them to say you know what she has a good head over her shoulders we can trust what she's saying because we do okay. see her track, but how do you build the trust within your, your group? I think you have to be real. So you have to prepare to speak the truth and act it. Wow. And then trust comes. Wow. And then trust comes. And you have to, I think, make yourself vulnerable. So sometimes you have to say, this is not in my control, but this is how I'm going to attack this for you. I am going to do this. 
And when I do this, I need you to do this so that both of us can win this. So you have, you, you establish like a plan for- Yeah, for you gotta, yeah everything has to have a strategy. It has to, or else you won't win. You um, won't win. Let me, so besides having a plan, what else, what other strategies can you give um, girls that are listening to us that want to say, you know what, I do one day want to be a CEO. I do want to have a group of, of people that I want to lead. What um, advices or what strategies you can give to them for them to say, you know what, this is what you should do. You should volunteer this place or you should move like this. You should stay, you know, maybe certain years in this position to get to know how like give us some strategies so we can grow more. Sure, let me think. So I think you need to do your research mm-hmm. and you have to build a community or your network or different things that different people call it, um, both in your particular. So let, let's talk about um, being in the bank and then being in your business. Mm-hmm. So in the bank, you need to um, create the network within your bank but then also create a network outside your bank of other bankers. Yes. So you kind of, you know, like we, we would do things where I would know all my counterparts at the other banks and we'd go out and like have drinks and talk about, you know, what we're doing and what we're planning to do and so on. And, um, people say, I thought you guys were enemies. And we're like, we're not enemies. (laughs) friends, Because, you know, everybody has to win. And in a marketplace, you all can be there. There's a space for everybody. Agreed. And you just, and so reach out to your partner. Don't, don't buy into the um, craziness that you're competitors and so you're enemies. You're not. True. It's good for the industry when you are, when you are friends. Yes. And you can make, move it, right? Like exactly. Shakespeare said, rising waters raise all ships. And that's what you want to do. You want to be a part of that rising water. And so you, so you need to do your research. You need to build your network. I would say you need to keep learning. Mm-hmm. Be out there. Put yourself out there. Be constantly learning. And, and, and then you'll get there. And what about in, in, your, in, your, um, in your business? And then in your business, it's pretty much the same thing. You need to know your competition. You need to be talking to them. You need to build your network. You want to have like-minded people. Not necessarily maybe in your industry, but other CEOs to see what's going on. So like COVID is going on now, right? And yeah. different governments were doing different things. So yes. you need that network. So if curfew is going on or they're saying stay six feet apart, how do you deal with your retail space? How did you set up your um, staff space? You know, get more ideas so that you can, it's, it's okay to share and exactly yeah it is okay and like you you were saying something yes and before um you were saying something about innovating right innovating ideas a few weeks ago i heard this phrase and it has been resonating in my mind like i'm telling you like like it's speaking to me every time that i hear that word it says that innovation this person said innovation is what turns the tide right so, so yeah and i'm telling you it is amazing it is it is because yes we are in the times of covid right we it's it's um, it's crazy it's life is not as if, if it was at the beginning of 2020 right it's What's not it's, yes the end of 2019 <laughs> it, it is uh 
it is different. It is like, yes, how do, how am I going to network uh, if I need to be, you know, having that social distance, that physical distance? How, how is it going to look? What is it that I'm going to use? How am I going to still tap with my um, fellow CEOs? How am I going to follow up? How are they going to know that I'm still available, that I'm still here, that I'm still working? And um, can you talk a little bit about how is networking looking for you now in, in 2020 with COVID, with, with curfews, like you were saying, with all these regulations that is global, right? It's not even, let's say, you know, it's particular of, of the island or particular of the, you know, uh, Florida or particular of Central America. It is, it's a, it's a global pandemic. How it's do you global. deal with that? How do you establish that? How do you keep networking with, um, you know, social distancing? It changes. It changes. It's now so much more technology driven. And that's very difficult, I think, for, um, Arela, you know, Latin and Caribbean people, we, we like to see each other, we like to touch each other and say, and hug each other and, you know, and, and invite people to do things together and so on. So it, you have to adjust, but the technology is an amazing time. Yeah. It's an amazing time because the technology facilitates us keeping in touch. Look how we're doing this. Exactly. You know, in two different places. We're in two different places and we're going to be able to do... We're, we're able to have an interview like this. And so you just have to reach out and, and be fearless. Yes. That's a big part of it. Be fearless. I mean, realize that everybody else is human. Everybody else, you know, and, and just take a deep breath and be fearless and do it. I, I like that word, fearless. Absolutely right. We need to be fearless. And like yeah. you said, it is, it is true. We like to touch. You know, when we're having meetings, there is food at our meeting table. <laughs> You know, there is, there is coffee, there is things, but then we need to innovate. How are we going to have these meetings? How is it going to look, you know, moving our hands, being more friendly? How is our, our body, um, you know, mannerisms? How, how is that going to help us get our point across? But, um, yeah. uh, let me see what other questions do I have for you? How do leaders get better at leading? Leaders get better at leading by being unafraid of the feedback. You have to engage and ask for it, and you have to take it. And sometimes, you know, you're going to get somebody who's not necessarily trying to be faithful to the process. You know, they're, they're just trying to be hurtful. Yeah. But by and large, most people are going to tell it to you truthfully mm -hmm. and and, and then you just have to absorb it mm -hmm. as hard as it might be and try and um, incorporate it into what you're doing. So if somebody is going to say, like, for example, one of the meetings I had, I mean, that there was a point in time when I was so mad with my team and they said, you know, Tamika, you're a dragon lady because I was like breathing fire. I was mad <laughs> and I was doing it. And um, my team, after the meeting, you know, nobody, nobody had anything to say <laughs> at the meeting, right? Um, and then, like, a couple of days after I started getting the calls, they're like, boss lady, you know, maybe you could have done it in the middle. Because they knew, they knew that whatever I was talking about in that moment, it wasn't that it wasn't authentic. 
-hmm. and that it didn't have to be said, but they said my timing could be better. They said, do it in the middle of the meeting. So the beginning is warm. We deal with heavy, heavy business in the middle. And then we can leave on a high note. On a high note. <laughs> on awesome. a, or, you know, what are we going to do to make it better going forward? But I was bringing up some fire and I was like, <laughs> chopping down. And I was like, there's going to be consequences. <laughs> I shouldn't even say laughing because I was like. <laughs> no, I, I totally <laughs> Like monster lady, but Definitely understand, yeah. And so, you know, when you get the feedback, I was like, okay, and and let's talk a little bit about feedback, right? Because the feedback that word sometimes they have a negative connotation, right? It's, yeah, it is Some like, you know, when we walk in and we're like, oh, we're going to give you a little bit of feedback, we observe something, so you know, we come in with our papers, right? We're going to have a conversation but they know that it is a feedback. It's coming. You know, there's <laughs> good. Exactly. That there are steps, right. That need to be, that need to improve. Uh, but that word feedback, how do we as leaders, how do we get better? Because it is, it is um, easier sometimes to give feedback down, but it's not, it's, it's hard to, to receive when the feedback is coming from down up. But you listen to your to your team, like you said. Um, you know, there were after in the during the days um, after the meeting, you started receiving phone calls. So that means that your team was very comfortable coming to you and giving you that feedback. That nice. that that maybe made you think and said, you know what, it is true. Yeah, maybe we could do things differently. How do we? Yes, do yes, that? yes. I think I think when you're authentic with your team, mm -hmm. and you you build trust, like we talked about before. Yeah. Then they'll be willing to give you feedback. And then you have to you also have to make yourself vulnerable. Yeah. So you're fearless because you know you're open to it and you'll take it. And you're vulnerable. You will take it. And you'll say, you're not gonna um be the person that's gonna say, Who are you talking to? Don't call me back. <laughs> and hang up on them. You know, you're gonna say, Yes, I appreciate you telling me this. I appreciate your candle. Thank you for sharing. I know it can't have been easy. And then you think about it and you, if, if there's truth in it and it's not meant to be hurtful or exactly. sometimes even when there's truth in it, it is hurtful because maybe, you know, you, you're just not in a good place. But to win, to win, you have to take feedback from your team because for yeah. you to win, your team has to win and then you win and your boss wins. And when everybody's on that winning trajectory, things will be good. And it starts by being authentic. It starts by being fearless and vulnerable. Yes. And letting your team understand that you're there. You're there for them. You're in the trenches. And you're going to say, I have to be the one to tell you when it's not going right. Yes. And let me tell you before the big boss have to come and tell all of us that it's not going right, you know? Yeah. But maybe there's, there's, there's messages and lessons, you know, maybe there's a better way to do it. <laughs> there are all kinds of things, but yeah. um, be open, be fearless, be authentic, and I think be vulnerable. Awesome, and awesome, amazing, amazing. Let me ask you then, how do we deal with that ego, right? Because, okay, let's say we accept the feedback. The, the, our, 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 our people are coming, they're giving us feedback, but there's still our ego, right? It's still like, uh, it's painful. I am accepting the feedback. I am accepting what they have to say. But how do I deal with my ego being hurt? Because how 
how, how come I didn't see it, right? Because maybe, yeah. you know, I didn't see it from the, my corner because in that moment that was happening in the meeting, I didn't see it. How do I deal with my ego? That's a hard one. <laughs> it's a hard one. It's true. It's, it's, and and that's, where, that's why we have to be vulnerable because your ego tells you that, you know, you don't do anything wrong and you're doing it because you know more than they do or, um, and, you, and you have to, that's why you have to put yourself there. And um, I think for me, what worked is my network and being able to come to my network um, in, in uh, you know, taking everything down and saying, because this is somebody who you trust and exactly. who's going to give it to you. So like at my job at Scotia, we had a group, a network of five, and we almost took a pledge. We were like all junior executives going up until we all became like senior executives. And we took a pledge that we would be true to each other. Wow. All the time. All that, the time. That is and powerful. So, yeah. And so I would go to my um, network or one and say, my team said this. Tell me straight. Am I? How do I do this? Because sometimes you can't do it from inside right yes you yes need some help and so you need that team that core around you and so that's why it's really important to build a network as well because they'll help you to climb those hurdles understand is it truthful is it worth it to do because there's sometimes like people aren't going to like what you did but it had to be done yeah. And, and let me ask you that you, right at that level on, of your, with your network, with your mentors, mentees, that, that, that group of, of, of ladies that were going um, up at the same time, how do you deal with them? You know, that pettiness that of, of girls that we have that cattiness that sometimes, you know, that is behind us. How do we just say, you know what, we're not going to uh, give in to that. We're just going to pour into each other and build each other up and we're not going to be you know like because I have experienced it that um you think that everything is well but then you have somebody talking behind your back right how do you and and I know that we're it's talking about the trust the networking but how can we as women get to that level of trust and saying, yes, it is possible just to be completely trusting my network, complete, completely trusting the girls that are around me, that they will just give it to me as it is without any backlash, without any cattiness, without going for my jugular and, you know, trying to rip me apart. How do we do that? That's a great question, Marilyn. It's hard, right? And and it's competitive. And and maybe that's why everybody can't be in your core network. Yes. You know, you have to choose. Yeah. And what it means is that you need to commit to yourself that you're not gonna be the girl. That's Cathy. Yes. And you're not gonna be the girl. Because if each of us do that, it gets better. It does. And so you can have your core network and that's fine. And it can mean that everybody else who's outside of your core network, you commit to not not dragging them down. You're gonna lift them. To, so does that, that mean a personal and, and commitment? Yeah, you have to make that personal commitment as a woman in business because it wow. it, it does nothing. 
nothing for our gender. It does nothing for the business. If you are going to lift yourself by tearing down one of the other ladies in the office. That is powerful. Or in the industry. It just doesn't make sense. That that is powerful. What you just said right now, it is powerful. I even got goosebumps saying that <laughs> you're going to build yourself up by tearing others down. That is amazing. And I think that does take a you know a level, like you were saying, no, it is my personal decision. I will not participate in it. I know that everybody has a place wherever they are in, you know, to rise to be the best version of the, that they can be, but I will not participate, right? It comes, it starts with me, then it starts, you know, and I will feed that into my network. And then I'm going to go outside my circle and I'm going to do the same practices outside my circle. That is amazing. That is, I'm telling you, that's amazing. You're just like blowing my, my mind. You're just like, yes, yes. And thank you. That's how we do it. And that's what we all have to do. And that's what we teach our daughters to do. Yes. So that it gets better. Yes. It gets, it gets better everywhere. I guess. Yes, yes. I, you know, you just have left me without words. Yes, it does get better. <laughs> it gets better. I love this. Um, so how are you called to greatness? Oh, my call to greatness. Ooh. I have, and again, a personal commitment to do it every day. Do it every day. Like, I am not going to be lazy about it. Every day, I'm going to bring my A game. And it's just what you have to do. And, and so, right now, there are a couple of things. So, um, Nishin and I, I think you interviewed Nishina as well. We're doing yeah. our doctorate. Yeah. And every day you just have to decide that you're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it. Whatever it is. When I go to work, I'm doing it. When I do volunteer, I'm doing it. You just, and that's why you're called to greatness. It's not that you do something to me, mm -hmm. in my definition. It's not that you're going to be the person that's leading the march on the protest. Because that's one kind of greatness. It is. But my call to greatness is to do my best every day, um, every day. Absolutely and just keep right. Keep it going. Absolutely right. It, it it is individual. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here with us tonight. You have it was great. Thank you for having me. A pleasure. I <laughs> love you. You need to come back. We need to have conversations. Maybe you can have us when Nishina and I graduate. Yes. We can do it together. Of course, I will have the doctors back over here so that you guys can tell us how this <laughs> has about been. doing it. Yeah. Yes, because. Let me tell you, it, it is hard to go back to school. It is hard to say, you know what, I'm going to become a doctor because per, first of all, I want it for myself, right? Because I want yes. it. I want the title. But then it's also what it takes. A lot of people don't see what it takes. For you, it takes traveling back and forth. For, oh, you, gosh, yes. for you, it's just packing your bags and saying, you know what, I need to be in Florida. Um, you know, Nusheen too, it is packing her bags yes packing her bags and coming to florida so it is a commitment it's like you said yeah. showing up and doing it and doing it and doing it wherever you are right it Every doesn't day. it doesn't Every matter day. if it's at the bottom of it or at the top of an organization but as long as you're showing up every day and just doing what you're supposed to do 
then you do create greatness. You will. It's inevitable. It must happen. Yeah. Showing up and doing it every day. I call to greatness. Excellent. Well, thank you again for being with us tonight. You are amazing. Um, we need thank to see. You. I think we the need... same of you. And I want to encourage all your ladies, all your followers to be called to greatness and do what they need to do to be great. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And we will meet, I promise, in person. Most definitely. We will <laughs> after this COVID-19 disappears or we get a vaccine or something we will meet in person thank you again yes thank you too maria love be safe you too